Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Creating the life we want in this crazy, amazing military life can be a challenge. This we know for sure. So tonight we're highlighting the top ways to get a vision for our life. We're breaking down the process into bite-sized pieces on this episode of Military Life Radio. Dr. Krista Wells, the military spouse coach, he's stopping in to sit down into our, our special guest chair tonight, and she's going to treat us to our very own private coaching, coaching session. And guess what? You guys get to listen in, so it'll be cool. Um, Krista, a military spouse herself and mom of four, shares why a vision board can jumpstart our path to success. She's just launched her new website, militaryspousecoach.com, and she's going to share with us some of the new resources that she has online that you guys can access. So that's what we have coming up for you tonight. So join us. It's sure to be a fun hour. Um, We're going to talk about some news, too, like we always do, and recap our weeks. Um, It's going to be a great show. So let's get started. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. We'll be right back. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Hey everybody and welcome to the show. This is Wendy and I'll be your co-host tonight. Marla has the night off. So um, Marla, we miss you. We can't wait to have you back next week. I just opened the chat room, so if you are listening to us live and wondering what's going on, I'm just opening it. There were some problems with Block Talk Radio, so um, I had to restart, and you should be able to get in there shortly. Thanks for your patience there. So our show tonight, it's going to be so much fun. We have Krista Wells joining us. You know, if you've been listening to our show for a while, then you know that she's been here a couple different times, and she's always, like, full of energy and has a lot of great advice to share with us. And it's going to be a great, great time. So whether or not you're in a point in your life where you want to redo your goals or if that topic it really isn't like hot on your list, hang out with us anyways because we've got um, some other things that we're going to talk about too and uh, we want your company. So don't go anywhere. If you're listening to us live, what you can do is just click on the green button. That will take you into the chat room and hopefully it's working. Um, just remember OBSEC when you're in there. Operational security, and that's just, you know, no discussion. You know the drill of boat names, names in conjunction with your command, ship's movement, unit movement, all that kind of stuff. And um, that keeps everybody safe. If you are on Twitter, you can send me a message. The screen name on Twitter is at MyMilitaryLife. And if you've come over from Facebook, thanks for coming on over. We really appreciate you guys coming over. And like I said, if you're listening to us live... You can sign into Blog Talk Radio, enter the chat room from there, and you can subscribe to our show. You just click on the subscribe button or the little red heart, and that'll make our show a favorite in your account. And then anytime we update our show with a new 
um, guest information, you'll get a little email, which is really kind of cool. So um, just so you know, our show airs most Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern. You can always listen to us live, or you can subscribe via iTunes. That's really how most of you guys listen, but we always like to tell you when we air live in case you want to join us uh, for the live program. If uh, on iTunes you want to search for us there, you can search Navy Wife Radio or Military Life Radio and it'll pull up. And you can shop for shows there. So if you're going to take a trip, if you're going to um, want some motivation while you're on the gym, at the gym working on the treadmill or the elliptical machine or just for your walk, put us on your playlist. And you can download all different types of topics for shows. We don't talk about this too much, but... There's a quite a variety. So if you're like an Army Wives fan, there's interviews from times when we've interviewed Drew Fuller, who plays Trevor, Sally Pressman, who plays Roxy, uh, Bridget Brannan, who plays, um, oh gosh, I can't believe it, Pamela. How could I forget that? <laughs> so um, so there's those. We've interviewed Lily Blanks, but also, too, just military spouses living the life. So and you guys tell us those are your favorite shows, so... Shop around, shop for some shows, and put them on your iPod and catch up to the epi- on the episodes that you have missed. Okay? All right, so um, I am multitasking tonight. seems like our chat room is not really working, so I apologize for that if you're listening to us live. Um, I want to recap, since Marla is off tonight, I'm going to recap just a couple of things from my week before Krista joins us. And... Um, I want to tell you all, okay, so you guys know that I've pcs from Tennessee to Connecticut, and we have had, if you've watched the news lately or the Weather Channel, then you know we have had a lot of snow here. It started the day after Christmas, and it hasn't stopped. <laughs> I think there hasn't been a, like the snow has just stayed. It hasn't completely melted and gone away. It's always been on the ground in some form or another. So today... When I woke up, we actually had more snow again. So I know you guys are tired of hearing me maybe talking about snow, but um, in my like highlights for the week, my I have a couple of favorite things. So if you happen to be dealing with snow, i got to tell you about this one thing. It's called a Snow Joe Thrower. It's not a Mac Daddy snow um, blower. It's just a snow thrower. It's like I had paid like 99 bucks for it, and it shoots off the snow into one direction and it clears my driveway in like no time flat it's the easiest thing now shovel still works really great and if you you like doing the shovel thing okay fine but i'm not a show shoveler connoisseur so for me this thrower thing works just fine so it's called a snow joe right so the other thing (laughs) which is my favorite thing which i think i've told you guys about this maybe before a couple times ago but it's such a favorite thing i have to talk about it again this is a simple thing. In the aisle where you get the pepper and the salt and spices and all of your different um, packages to flavor like gravy or whatever, they have this um, this new grinder that has cinnamon in it, and it will grind fresh cinnamon onto anything that you want to put cinnamon in, whether it's a, a cup of coffee or my personal favorite, oatmeal. It's probably like a few bucks, and it's just like if you had peppercorn in a grinder and you grind fresh pepper onto whatever you're seasoning, this will let you grind fresh cinnamon, and it is life-changing. It just smells so good, 
And if you love chai tea, which smells like cinnamon, you are going to love this. And just look for it in your aisle where you get all the spices, and it's cinnamon in a jar that has a little grinder on top that lets you grind fresh cinnamon. Isn't that yummy? I know. It's it's really kind of amazing. So, Okay, so what we're going to do right now is take a quick break. We're going to hear from our friends at USAA. Um, I hear they're coming out with a new app for the iPad, which I cannot wait to check out. I think that's going to be really, really cool. Um, even though I don't have an iPad, but I have a friend who has an iPad, so I could like check it out on their iPad. Hint, Valentine's Day present. Hint there. Um, I know you guys are gonna have to deal. I hate hearing the sound of my voice for time and time and time again. Where's Marla? Uh, so just bear with me until Krista gets here. But um, I do want to tell you guys that be on the lookout for that. The definite. Um, uh, the def- sorry, I'm like trying to restart the chat room because it's not really working for whatever reason. Sorry, guys. It won't let me restart. So when it gets up, I will let you all know. So if you're listening live, you can get in there because right now it's not showing. So um, so those are just a couple of our my favorite things from the week. Um, oh, you know what I wanted to tell you about before we, before we go to USAA? I don't know if you've if you watched the news lately, but the White House just unveiled a new approach to supporting military families, and this is really exciting. I'm going to read to you a quote from President Obama. Today I'm proud to announce that for the first time ever, supporting the well-being of our military families will be a priority not just for the Department of Defense and the Department of Veterans Affairs, but all across the federal government. So this is really great. Um, there was a press conference on Monday, and President Obama was there, and I don't know if I call it a press conference. I'd say more of an event. The First Lady, Michelle Obama, was there, and Dr. Joe Biden, the Vice President's wife, was also there. And they released a report that unveils the new government-wide approach to supporting our military families. And the report outlines four key areas, and they include um, psychological health, developing military spouse career and education opportunities, increasing child care availability, and quality and ensuring excellence in military children's education and development, which I think is really awesome. So I'm excited to see all these organizations work together from the Department of Labor to, I mean, all of them. It was just pretty phenomenal, the the, the event that they had on TV the other day. So we're going to post that report on our Facebook page and our website after the show so you guys can read it, read up on it, and check it out. So, Okay, all right, so... Um, here's the question for you. Are you living the life you've always wanted to have? I know that's a big kind of crazy question, but it's true. You know, um, you should enjoy, we should all enjoy our life. And I know this military life can get crazy and it's amazing, but if we don't put ourselves first, nobody else will. And so when you ask yourselves, do you have the job you've always wanted? Do you have a job that you've enjoyed, that you actually enjoy? And, um, Answering these questions is something that tonight Krista Wells, the military spouse coach, is going to help us with. She's here to give us some practical advice on getting a vision for our life. We're getting our own private coaching session with her, and you guys get to listen in as our favorite listeners. So um, uh, the other thing I want to tell you, too, is hang out after the show later on because we're going to talk more current events, but we want to get to Krista right now, so hang out. Don't go anywhere. And we'll be right back with Krista right after this break. 
USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Welcome back to the show, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio, and our special guest tonight is Dr. Krista Wells, the military spouse coach. Krista, are you there? I'm here. Welcome to the show. Hi, Wendy. (laughs) Hi. It's so excited to have you here. It's just me. Marla had something that she had to do, and so it's just me. She has the night off tonight. Okay, wonderful. Yes. You and me in the snow. <laughs> I know, right? You guys have more snow than I do. I know. It's like four feet in, like on the sides of my driveway. It just cracks me up. I'm missing San Diego right now. Oh, wow. That's a lot. I, that's more than I have on my driveway. So, yeah. you know, you're in New Englanders, I guess, when you start comparing, you know, inches of snow in your driveway. Right? I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so our favorite listeners that are tuning in, they want to know all about you. So tell everybody a little bit more about um, your practice and what you do for military spouses. Well, I'm a I'm a coach. Um, I do both life coaching and career coaching. I would say more on the side of career coaching. A lot of times career coaching starts out career coaching, and then it, of course, overlaps with life coaching. But um, for those of you that aren't so familiar with coaching, I um, help military spouses identify and use their talents. Um, I think that that's one of the things that people come to me with. They either feel like they have too many interests and they want to narrow them down or they can't quite figure out what they're interested in and I just have them talk until it becomes obvious (laughs) and kind of (laughs) listen in their voice where their excitement lies or um, even just pointing out what is really awesome in their life now that they might not be seeing it that way. Um, You know, just like to me, your job hosting a radio show like seems so fun and exciting but maybe if you're in it and you're doing it you don't see that from the outside that looks like an exciting fun job um because i'm sure there's you know behind the scene work that i don't see um but i just kind of point out to people like hey that looks like it should be fun is it or um you know you've talked a lot about this is that an area of passion for you and um so often people just need that mirror to kind of see you know where am i at where do i want to be and um, how can I have you as a coach be kind of a cheerleader for me getting to where I say I want to go? Um, so that's sort of what I do. Um, you know, it all comes from the person. I'm not really, you know, I have to say that it's it's less work for the coach. It's it's really the work is up to the individual that's seeking out the coach. So what is your average client? Like what's a picture sort of of your average client? Um, you know, I don't know if this is, you know, I kind of attract people uh, through the, you know, I've been coaching now for eight years, and I, I kind of attract people going through similar types of things at the same time. It's kind of like that natural law of physics. But um, right now I have a lot of moms that are 
what I call like career relaunching. Um, they're sort of their kids are getting a little bit older and they're thinking, you know, what I want to go back to work. Um, I have a lot of spouses that husbands are kind of um, doing early retirement, um, a little bit unplanned, and so they're saying like, hey, you know, I thought I was going to have to go to back to work in X amount of years, but it's seeming a little bit sooner, and I want to kind of um, get my resume together and just get out there and start volunteering and getting some work experience now because, you know, within a year or two, he's going to be retiring and I'd really like to go back to work, but I want to be going back and doing something that I enjoy. So I've worked with quite a few, um, you know, kind of moms with kids in high school that are either about to empty nest or um, looking, you know, closer to retirement than they had initially envisioned. Well, I have to say, you know, we um – I got to tell everybody, you know, we recently took a trip to New York City together, right? Yeah, so yeah, we so fun much chatting. Fun. Yes, and so like this show kind of was born out of that trip, and then um, I sat in your class last week, and we're gonna talk about that. Um, but you know, there was such a wide variety of spouses that were on that trip, and I think that you know, no matter where you are in that walk, whether your your spouse is getting ready to retire or you're just a brand new wife. You know, we want to be here to share these ideas with you. So um, just don't think, well, I don't fit into that mold or this mold. You know, I'm kind of over here in this corner. We really um, want to tailor this show to you so you can replay it back over and over again and get these cool little nuggets that Krista puts out for us because she just makes it so clear and concise that we're like, oh, I caught like the endless aha moment <laughs> when I talk to you. I like, oh, oh that's so oh. sweet. <laughs> um, okay, so. Um, so having, we'll talk about New York City too a little bit towards the end of the show because I, I want to get to all these questions because I know we have limited time and lots to talk about. So um, can you share with our listeners a success story with somebody that you've helped? Because I think doing that right up front might give somebody like a, a kind of the, the extra push to, to proceed and go forward when maybe they're they're feeling like it's just too much work. So what's a good success story? Um, You know, it's hard to pick just one. I have a lot of spouses that I feel like have really made a lot of progress. It's just all about progress, making progress in your life. Um, You know, I've had spouses that have gone from, you know, switching careers completely, like going from human resources to I have a client that became a grace counselor from human resources. I mean, that's kind of a leap. Um, I have spouses that had not even finished undergrad, and then all of a sudden now they're um, working online on their master's in um, library science and, you know, starting to write their own books. And I have clients that have become personal trainers, and I have clients that have, you know, failed the bar a couple times and retook it with a new mindset and passed. So that's always really exciting. Yeah. And I think that, you know, just as many, like, good, quote-unquote, like, good, happy ending stories, I have clients that continue to struggle. And, um, like, I have a client just recently that I was really rooting for. Like, I'm, you know, their biggest cheerleader, and they just took the actuary exam in their career, and they didn't pass. And I felt like, like, I felt just not, you know, I didn't feel sorry for them. I said, I feel sorry with you. Like, you know, it's not about everything doesn't always go smoothly. And, but what I loved in this client was the shift in their attitude. And, their, and they said, you know what, I know where I went wrong. I know what I have to do next time. Um, I'm psyched up about it. I still know I'm in the right field. And I wasn't confident about that when I first came to you. So just even, um, you know, like nice little conversations that I have with my client make me feel encouraged. And just seeing the shift in the way that they 
um, you know, I coach a lot of people in person, so the way they, like, walk into my office and they just have a more upbeat attitude and they feel more secure with themselves and they feel like, you know what, I have a plan and it didn't go quite right, but I'm just going to get right back on the horse. And I think that those are just as important as the um, the client when, you know, I'm really psyched because she passed the bar or she had some, you know, different goals. People accomplish them, but there's always the times when we don't quite accomplish our goal, but it's how we're dealing with that that I think matters. And I still feel like that's a successful client relationship. Um, it's not about the score on the actuary exam. It's about how, you know, we fit that into our whole life as a whole. Um, so I think that those are just as important. And that makes me think of um, the basketball coach, John Wooten. I think that's how you say his name. He coached UCLA for years. You know, one of his big things was to his team, don't look at the scoreboard during the game. Look at it at the end. Like keep focused because the scoreboard doesn't necessarily tell the end of the story. So I think that's great, you know, that you just um, got to keep pushing and keep going because the end, just when you look up, you may not like what you see, but that's not the end. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, even... Don't get discouraged. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's not always going to go smooth. We all know that. And if you talk to any really successful person, I mean, there's never a... Um, you know, looking back and saying everything just went perfectly for me, you know. <laughs> so it's it's amazing that um, I think I think successful people have even had more hiccups in the road because they've tried, you know, they've tried and tried and figured out what works, um, you know. And it takes. I look at my one year old and she falls down and she just gets right back up and just keeps <laughs> trying. And it's encouraging to watch her. It's like encouraging to watch her learn to walk. That's just so cute. Okay, so what is the what are some benefits of having a coach, having um, somebody to be like our cheerleader, so to speak, and help us get clarity on what we want to do versus trying to succeed, you know, with our, our hopes, our dreams on our own? Um, I think it's just, e- you know, I think it just makes it easier and quicker um, to seek some kind of a counsel. And it doesn't always have to be a coach. Like, I'm not here to toot my own horn. I think it's, um, you know, depending on what it is that you want to be successful at, you need to seek some kind of counsel that's um, associated with that. Like, if you want to get better at working out, like, you're just going to do better if you, um, you know, take classes and you have an instructor or you have a personal coach or you have, um, you know, there's so many, there's so many different avenues like um, my daughter and I she's seven we were talking tonight she had dance class and we were talking on the way home and I said honey like have you ever had a goal and you um you accomplished it and like what made it easier to accomplish and she's like oh that's easy you know seven-year-olds are so much more brilliant (laughs) than we are she was like last summer I wanted to swim across the pool and she's like well the first thing I did was get a swim instructor like duh <laughs> and then you know i watched my friends that did it and and that encouraged me and then she said and i'm way better at the backstroke than the front stroke so i thought well i don't even have to look at the other end of the pool and get myself scared if i'm doing the backstroke i'll just eventually get there and if i'm not making it and i get to the deep end and it's really really scary i'll just you know i know the wall's right there i'll go on the edge of the wall and just touch the wall for a little bit and then i'll go back out there when i'm feeling like you know, I got my courage back up. And the way she was describing this, like just swimming across the pool, I was thinking, why do we forget all that? Like, why do we make it so complicated? You know, it was so obvious to her, well, you get a swim teacher if you can't <laughs> swim across the pool. So I feel That's like we great. all need a swim teacher equivalent for whatever it is that we're working on. You know, if we want to be an author, join a writer's group. If we want to be a speaker, join Toastmasters. 
you know, whatever we want to do, just to seek some sort of counsel um, makes the whole process easier. And I think a coach can hear you talking and say, um, you know, you've mentioned this topic three or four times and your voice changes and you sound excited and you sound passionate. You know, could this be something that you're interested in? And it's amazing how we don't see those things in ourselves, but a coach can see them. A coach can be like, wow, you have talked about, um, you know, like I, I taught a vision class where we all made vision boards um, this Thursday night, and I had a woman cut out all these pictures of um, potted gardens. And she's like, well, I want to do something unique. I want to start my own business. And, you know, I thought of going into um, horticulture. I thought about being a master gardener. I just got my certificate last year, and I thought, well, why don't you specialize in doing potted plants? And she's like, oh, that's brilliant. And all I'm doing <laughs> is looking at the pictures on her vision board, you know, and she didn't even think of it. But that's... she's just randomly cutting out pictures that she was attracted to, and she kept asking people in the room, like, do you have a gardening magazine? Do you have, you know, I didn't have anything about gardens on my vision board. So we don't see our own interests and passion as much as other people can recognize them. So I think that that's another really key role of a coach or even a really good friend. Some of us are fortunate enough to have good friends that can, you know, can coach us. So it doesn't always have to be a paid coach. Right. Well, I want to remind everybody, we're here with Dr. Krista Wells. She's the military spouse coach. If you want to call in and talk to Krista, have a question for her or comment, I want to give our guest line number. It's 646-652-4629. That's 646-652-4629. And um, we'll take your calls there. Now, um, so Krista, what we'll do is I'm I'm going to these questions, but as we go, if we do get a caller, we'll just take the call. And Marla's not here to help me screen the calls, so hopefully we don't get, like, some crazy, you know, truck driver from, you know, Wisconsin or something just calling to be silly. But um, well, is it, does that sound okay? That sounds perfect. Okay. All right. So um, I do want to say the chat room, I had to restart it a couple of times. So if you guys have tried to go in and you weren't able to, I apologize. It should be working now. You just click on the green button and you can go into the chat room, and hopefully it won't reset for you. Um if you're having trouble getting in, just open up a new browser. Like use like if you normally use Internet Explorer, use a different one. Sometimes with Blog Talk Radio, it gets a little funny. I have a Mac and um, it's usually fine, but Marla sometimes she has she's on her desktop and it doesn't quite work. So try that as well. So um, okay, so Krista, we have a caller. So let's take it. Let's see okay, we, sounds good. Let's see if they have a question. So hi, you're on the air. Do you have a question for Krista? Can I get your name and where you're from? My name is Sue Hoppin, and I'm from Virginia. Oh, hi, Sue. Hi, guys. How are you? Fabulous. I know. I was like, I wonder if I should pretend to be a truck driver now. <laughs> I have nothing against truck drivers. I mean, come on. I've always didn't didn't everybody at one time in their life want to be a truck driver and just have that freedom and quiet and drive across the U.S. and see the country? How do you know we ever outgrew that, Krista? I mean, I think it sounds fun. It does sound fun because I love you know how much I love my cars and I love to drive, so that does sound like a lot of fun actually. But hey, I'm so glad I could call in and um, be here to chat with you guys. Yes, I'm so glad. You know, and to favorite listeners, if if you guys don't remember, Sue's definitely been on our show before. She's a military spouse writer advocate. She has the Military Spouse Network. Did I say that right? The National no, Military, the spouse National Network. military, yeah. spouse, National military spouse Network. National Military Spouse Network. <laughs> I forgot to do that. <laughs> She's kind of like the um, 
she's kind of like the uh, I call it the rock star of our military spouse. Like she gets all the invites to the White House and stuff. So she represents us quite well, and it's really an honor to have you call in, Sue. So um, so I won't hog you, I won't hog Krista away from you. So what do you have? What do you have a question for her or comment? No, actually, I just wanted to make a comment because I was listening to you guys talk, and um, you know, I was a little bit skeptical about working with the coach because I just I was really worried that they were going to go into you know your inner psyche and just bring stuff up that you didn't want to know. It's almost <laughs> one of those things where if you can't see it, it doesn't exist, and if we don't bring it up, we can't criticize it. But um, what I found was that um, your coach is not only just your cheerleader, but they do recognize things in yourself that you're so close to the you know, you're so close to the tree, you can't see the forest. Forget not being able to see the forest or the trees. You can't even see the tree because all you see is the bark. Like um, my coach, Phil, likes to say that I have my nose up against the tree so I can't see anything around me. And I think what a coach does for you is that they kind of pull you back and they're like, I know that you feel like you're being attacked, and I know that you feel like you're the center of everybody's world, but let's really look at this. And, um, you know, so they'll kind of give you that perspective that you might be missing because you're caught up in it. And um, and a lot of times, you know, because I think I went through so much change so quickly that I couldn't have done that without that support system. I mean, I had great friends and I had um, great coworkers, but I think the coach um, just adds that extra layer of um, counsel because it's someone who's always on your side. They're not always going to tell you what you want to hear. They're just going to tell you what you need to hear. And um, it's kind of great. I mean, in terms of uh, career growth and just life growth, I mean, I don't think I would have written a book. I know I wouldn't have written a book without um, the planning and stuff that I went through with my own coach. And, you know, we kind of looked at where I wanted to be, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from where I was and what I had in place right now and what I need to accomplish to get where I need to be. And so it, it took a dream from just being a dream, something that I was thinking about, to giving me actionable steps to take to get toward the dream. Does that make sense? Oh, that was worded beautifully. Yes, that was great. And, yes, you know, I think I think the success that you've had, like since you've launched your network, is really kind of a model for us all to look at and say, Wow, you know, um, and I'm a firm believer of looking at someone and saying, you know what, if they can do that, why not me? I can do that too. Yeah, and just you like my daughter said, other people were swimming across the pool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and it's um and it's very deliberate, which I I mean I think I I fell into the trap of a lot of military spouses, which is that I just felt like I had all the time in the world, and I was just going to wait until my husband retired to start. And I tell this to spouses all the time. I'm like, I'm not quite sure why I thought I'd be more eligible for a great job at 40 than I was at 20, other than the experience. But um, you know, we need to take little steps toward what we ultimately want to do. And you know, when we lay it out like that, it makes it a lot easier because I know that. When they approached me about writing my book, and I, um, Krista, I've told Krista this story many, many times, that when they approached me about writing the book, my husband had just returned from a 15-month deployment. I was working full-time, and I had a child who was in um, in crew, and he had regattas every weekend. He was practice every night until 7.30. So we were very, very busy. And if I just look at if I just looked at it as writing a book, I would have been like, no way, no, I can't do it. I have a full-time job, blah, blah. But I knew where I wanted to go, and I knew that I needed a bigger platform, so the book was a stepping stone to where I wanted to go. And all of a sudden it made sense because it was kind of like I understood that if I didn't do this, I was setting myself back. 
So we just made it work, you know, and you have to talk to your um, family. You have to manage the expectations, but you also have to expect more from yourself because, you know, the coach will help you figure out what it is in your life that you need to kind of fix or what, you know, like how you can get to where you need to go, and then you yourself have to take responsibility for taking those actions. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are silent. Am I still there? No, 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 no. no. I didn't want to so talk true. over Chris. I, you know, I'm like, I talk so much. I'm like, oh, let Chris hop in there. Um, no, it's, I mean, really, Sue, I mean, you're just saying it so perfectly. It's great. I mean, I. it's just, um, I so appreciate your, like, wisdom and sharing because it's true. I mean, you really, you know, you do have to expect more of yourself because you can do it and you can be, um, kind of the shrinking violet, or think you can, you have to wait till your husband retires, but really you don't. You have yeah. Everybody. There's no perfect time. Yeah. No, there's not. Um. I I also think that like with Sue, she's taught me that it's not just about the goal. Like she used writing a book, which I think of as this huge, huge goal, as like a stepping stone. Whereas I would think that that's like the end. <laughs> I would be like, wow, I'm done. <laughs> Wrote the book. Um, but she, Sue has taught us that it's not just about getting the goal. It's ultimately about the journey. It's about doing what we love all the time and, you know, setting goals that are so meaningful that the steps, even if they're hard, that there's, you know, that you can figure out a way to do them with some sort of joy and passion around them. And um, that when you look back, you'll say, like, wow, I did that. And then that's what kind of grows our self-esteem and makes us more confident and wants us to, you know, go for the next goal. Um, because we look back and we say, wow, you know, I, I broke that big project of writing a book into smaller steps and did it. So how amazing that is. And now you can, you can use that success process on your next goal. And I don't want to monopolize your time, so I'll just leave you with one thought, um, which is something that Krista gave me and also my friend Vicki Torrance, who works at um, Airman and Family Readiness Center and now with Army Community Services. But something they taught me was to have um, to take pleasure in the moment. And believe it or not, that's really difficult. And I think for a lot of military spouse that's, spouses that's difficult because we're always next, next, next. We've got things to do. We've got people to see. We've got places to go. There's not enough time in the day for everything we've got to do. But we never really stop and appreciate all that we do for everyone else. And, um, Chris, I didn't even tell you this, but I did call Phil and I told him, I'm like, you'd be so proud I had a breakthrough. And it was yesterday when I was standing at the White House, and, you know, they were about to announce the presidential directive on military families, and there were about 87 of us, and you're looking around, it's the spouses, the Joint Chiefs, the Joint Chiefs, the Cabinet Secretaries, and you're... And normally I would have been sitting there going, oh, God, I'm not worthy of being here. Why am I here? Blah, blah. But yesterday all I did was I stood there and I said, I don't know if this is going to last. I don't know if I'll be invited next time, but I'm here now. And oh. I just appreciated it. And we Yay, all get to fabulous. do it. Yay. Yeah, and Yay. that's huge. And, you know, so for spouses, I think we are so caught up in how everything is fleeting that everything is transient, that we're going to move on and that it might end, that we forget that, you know, we have to celebrate those perfect little moments and not care about whether they happen again. Because if we do that, we get so caught up with the future that we forget to appreciate the little moments that are happening now. And not so little moments. That wasn't a little yeah, moment. Yeah, that's a huge moment, Sue. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes, but, I'm you know, so that, happy and, for you. That's so cool. 
I feel that's like that's huge. I feel like when you go those places, I we all go with you. I know that sounds kind of hokey, you. But I'm like, oh, Sue's at the White House. This is so cool. I didn't know she's going to tell us all about it. I can't wait. <laughs> I know. I know. And that's I feel exactly the same way. I feel like you guys are with me because you always email me afterwards and go, "Where's the blog? Give me the blog right now." <laughs> Anyway, well, I will. I won't take up all your time, but thank you so much for the opportunity to come in and talk to you all. Oh, it's such an honor. Yes, thank you. Sue. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye bye. <laughs> thank you, Sue. Good night. She's awesome. Oh, I know. I She's just love fabulous. her. I do too. She's just super. I mean, super um, duper. I love her reminder that we have to appreciate the moment. And my aunt, who's like in her 80s now, and was kind of like a mother to me. She just told me that today. She said, Chris, don't forget your affirmations. And she's just this amazing woman. And she told me, you know, to remind yourself, like, the moment is now and that to, to stay in the moment. And my coach reminds me of that all the time. I have this um, – I'm in a coaching group this year called Big Fish Nation. And then I'm also – I have a coach that I meet um, with a couple times a month. Her name is Amy. And she always – asks me just the most perfect question. Like she'll say, is your life um, fluid, fun, and easy? And I'll say no. You know, my <laughs> boys are arguing on the way to What is that? <laughs> and she'll say, you know what, that's exciting. She she has me review it rather than looking at it like, oh, no, my boys are fighting again on the way to preschool. She has me think of it as like, oh, good, I still need to figure out a way to make my morning fluid, fun, and easy. So that, like, she turns it around and says, like, make it something exciting. Make it a goal where, you know, you just have one morning where, you know, when they're fighting, you say, like, you know what, I'm not going to let this steal my joy. I'm going to tell them if you keep fighting, I'm going to have to turn the radio off or whatever it is. But that you don't, you know, if I don't lose it, then they don't lose it. And it's like whatever it is. I mean, it could be with your kids. It could be with your career. But if something's still coming at you and feeling yucky, um, look at it like joyful. Look at it like how can I make a shift in this area of my life to improve it? Um, and maybe it's like one little tiny thing, but you're making improvements each day, and, and the progress is what feels great. Yes. Okay, so um, last week I sat in on your class that you did for military spouses on creating a vision board or getting vision for your life, I think you called it. So I've kind of taken that title and kind of used it tonight. So um, I really enjoyed this teleclass that you did. I wasn't quite sure how it was going to work. So I wanted you to share with everybody, you know, um, how a teleclass works and then um, kind of recap what we talked about last week and, and a vision board and why, um, uh, why I guess let's start with, you know, why a vision board and what is a vision board? I know there's like three questions in that um, one. Okay, I put up a silly, like, two-minute video on Facebook, on the Military Spouse Coach Facebook page on how to do a vision board, like, in two minutes, like, how to yeah, cut out the pictures. Yeah, with the video camera that we won, and you were yeah, thinking yeah. about the Martha Stewart I won Stewart on the Martha Stewart show a flip cam, so I decided to start using it, because it's a lot easier to show what a vision board is than to try to describe it. But basically, you cut out a lot of pictures from magazines or quotes or things that you're drawn to, um, things that you want to attract into your life, and put them all on a big poster board, and put it up somewhere in your home or your office where you can see it every single day as like a daily reminder of what you would like to attract into your life. And I like to use, um, if anybody wants the class, they could just email me at Krista at MilitarySpouseCoach.com and just say, hey, I want the teleclass recording on vision boards, and I'll send them the link. Um, but what it is is it's looking at the different areas of your life. I kind of combine it with the wheel of life that I talk about all the time, which is just a circle 
um, that basically going around the circle are little pieces of pie where it says career, money, health, friends and family, um, romantic relationships, personal growth, how much fun are you having, how does your physical environment look. And you just rate yourself 1 through 10 in each of the areas. And it's not a... It's not to blame, you know, if one of the areas is a little bit weaker, but just to give you some direction of, like, sometimes people don't know where to start with their goals. So by doing a vision board, you can kind of just put out there visually what you want. And some people aren't so clear. Like, they don't know that they want to be a teacher. They don't know they want to be an author. But all of a sudden, they're drawn to particular pictures and things. And there's, like, kind of a theme and a direction to their life. So even if you don't have a specific, tangible, you know, measurable goal written out, you have... Um, hey, I want to look like that. I want to be dressed like this for work. I want to have this kind of a garden. I want to live in this kind of a home. And by pasting those pictures and looking at, uh, looking at them every day, um, it's just a reminder to move your life in that direction. And I just think they're extremely powerful. I've had numerous success stories where clients have said, you know what, I don't know why I put this on my board, but six months later, you know, X, Y, Z happened and it was just like the picture. Um, so I kind of I kind of just believe it happens. We talked about on that call, um, maybe it's bias scanning, which is when um, that concept we talked about, where if you buy a blue Toyota, all of a sudden you start seeing blue Toyotas everywhere. And if you put on your vision board like, hey, I want to be a radio talk show host, and you put a picture of yourself with a big microphone, like all of a sudden in a couple of years you'll realize, or even faster. Um, you'll realize, like, wow, I'm doing exactly what I posted a picture of that seemed like this exciting, far-reaching goal, and now here I am doing it. I mean, a good example would be like Sue a couple years ago. I'm sure she would have put a picture of her at the White House on her vision board, and then, boom, now she's doing exactly what was in her vision. Whether she wrote that as a goal or had it on a vision board, I'm sure that that was in her mind before it actually happened. What I And what I like about the vision board is, you know, when you look at – goals on a sheet of paper they're they're not like they don't come to life really i mean you really have to use your imagination a lot more than when you see a picture because by looking at a picture for me i can almost start to experience what is in that picture um just almost instantaneously versus like looking at words on a piece of paper it's just the thought process just happens so much quicker. I mean, we're visual people. We that's why we watch TV. That's why we have iPads and you know all of these crazy things because we like um, the visual of colors and different things. Um, so that's why I like the vision board. And um, I think one of the things you talked about in doing the vision board is okay. So we go through and we pick out, all, we find some magazines and, and pick out pictures of things that we want to. Um, I call it be, do, or have. I mean, I I, I love Zig Ziglar. I mean, I, I've read all kinds of his books, and he does the Wheel of Life thing too, and he calls it be, do, or have. So what do you want to be, do, or have? So pick out those pictures. Um, but I want to talk about, I want to talk about now, like you, you use this term, and it's kind of stuck with me. It's the knowing, doing, doing gap. Like we know what we want to do, but we don't necessarily do do it, whether we're too tired or we're not motivated or for whatever reasons, knowing, doing gap. So how can we improve on that or close that gap once we've got our board um, done? Well, you hit the magic <laughs> the magic <laughs> question. Um, you know, so many of us have a goal, and we'll even 
started. We'll even get started. But then all of a sudden, what I think comes in the way so often, you know, people will give me like, quote unquote, good excuses or good reasons why um, all of a sudden, you know, they're they're taking little baby steps towards their goal. And then for it, for whatever reason, the goal goes off the radar or gets pushed to the side or, you know, we decide, um, you know, Sue had a ton of brilliant excuses for not writing her book that weren't even that you know, didn't even sound that excusey from from what I hear. <laughs> I don't think that's a word, but um, you know what it is is I think it's fear that gets in the way, and I think that we have to get tools. And you know, this is um, next month. I'm doing a whole teleclass on um, taming our gremlin. But there's a good book called Taming Your Gremlin, and it's about when when those voices come up, like I'm you know I'm I'm taking a class but I'm not doing well in it, or I'm started my book but now I don't have the time or whatever it is I find that so often the bottom underlining excuse is fear it's some kind of a fear and you know we get into that deep water and then all of a sudden we're like you know what it's this is too hard this is too big and my idea of how to you know there's tons and tons of tools for overcoming the fear but one of the things is as the goal gets bigger and bigger and bigger um we can make the steps smaller and smaller and smaller. And I think that that really helps. Oh, I um, love that. That's great. You know, if we're, do, if we're trying to accomplish something like, you know, let's just go back to my daughter's brilliant example. But <laughs> you're trying to get to the deep end. Like maybe you just, uh, you know, you, you stop holding the wall and you just do two strokes and then you grab the wall again. Like that's okay. Um, so whatever it is, I think, you know, if it's, a, let's say it's a degree program. Um, ask other people, you know, create some sort of a standard that's okay for you. You know, ask people, how long does this program typically take for a working adult? So you kind of have a standard in mind. Um, You know, you could seek different professionals based on what the goal is. But generally, as the goal gets more and more difficult, you know, you want to celebrate the smaller and smaller baby step. I think that's great advice, Krista, because I think so often we can be in this – kind of overachiever mode and want to do more quicker and sort of like I can do more with less kind of attitude, you know, mm-hmm. that our guys are doing every day, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. in their jobs. You know, there are less people to do more work. Um, so I think that's great to remember it's okay to go slower and celebrate the smaller steps as you go. So you're making, um, just because you're moving slow doesn't mean that you're not making any progress. So yeah, I and I think, think when we just, you know, it's better to, like, make the step really tiny and accomplish it, and then that builds our momentum than to just quit, because then all of a sudden we feel like this um, imaginary brick on our shoulder, because we it's still a goal. It's still something that we're desiring, but we're just not making any movement. So it's like maybe it's one phone call, maybe it's one email, maybe it's writing one page of a 100-page book. You know, it's just like doing one little thing because then you get to look at your gratitude of what you did versus like that, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that, and that, that, you know, we all know that feeling and it's no good. Right, okay. All right, so um, one of the other things that you talked about on that call was Sometimes if we don't experience enough pain, we don't have the motivation to change. So we're not maybe nece- we don't hate our job, we're not necessarily unhappy in this area of our life. But how do we um, shake things up and kind of think outside the box and get excited about where our life could go? How do how do you? I mean, remember when you were talking about that? 
Yeah, I do remember that. And I think that it's so important that um, I think the number one criteria for our goal is that we're really, really passionate and excited about it. Because the more excited we are, the more that we can deal with those um you know, drudgery or the th- like the little things that are inevitably going to come up with any goal. Like you get started working on something and boom, there's going to be, thing, you know, um, things that kind of come up for you that were unplanned, that were, you know, that can be discouraging, whether it be a move or, you know, we've talked about a lot of them where, you know, you get started on something and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't plan on this or I don't know how to do this or it could even be that fear voice that says, um, you know, I, I wrote my first blog and someone wrote me back that it was horrible or whatever. We have that, whether it's our own voice or someone else's voice, we get this negative feedback and we just um, shrivel up and hide under our shell. And I think what's so important is to have a process in mind so that um, we can do kind of what my coach said. Like if, if the negativity is coming up, look at it like, hey, this is a challenge and that becomes part of the goal, too, so we can get around it. Um, if we, let's say something isn't bad, you know, it's just status quo, We there's still a feeling of um, the kind of like a subconscious, like this could be better, this could be, this relationship could be deeper, or this job could be more fulfilling, or this could be, um, you know, you just kind of know, like even if it's not bad, that you deserve better. So you start setting yourself up to um, identify what better is. So you have a you know a place to aim, and then telling yourself as I get closer and closer to that, you're going to deal with more. Um, you're going to almost invite in a little bit more pain, and that's okay because that pain will motivate you. So for example, you have a job you don't hate it, but all of a sudden you say, you know what, I want to apply for a job that's a little bit harder. But in that process, you tell yourself, you know what, I know more is going to come up for me because I'm going for more. So as I go for more, there's going to be more challenges and that, you know, kind of get in my way. But that's okay. And you look at them as a good thing. Like this is exciting because now I'm really going for something bigger and better. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's, I mean, that's great. Um, okay, so I know we're running out of time. So I want to talk a little bit about when you did your class in person with your um, clients and you did your vision board. Um, for the for our favorite listeners, you know, we're going to be talking about the vision board concept on the blog, and I'm going to be doing my vision board and I'm going to be putting it online, and I'm really excited about this. And even though Marla's not here, I'm going to try and encourage her to do one too. So I'm not going to totally pressure her into doing it if she doesn't want to. She doesn't have to, but. Um, I want to talk about how we can do it as a group and what are the benefits of doing a vision board with your with a group. So it's like people are listening and they have a couple of neighbors or friends or their spouse group and they are thinking, well, why should I put this on the agenda for, you know, March or whatever to make a vision board? What is the, what's the benefit of doing the vision board as a group? You know, there's two theories on vision boards, and one is to do it by yourself um, because it should be this, like, quiet time of reflection. Um, I do think quiet time for reflection is super, super important. I'm always encouraging my clients to take time even to try to get 5 or 10 or 15 minutes every evening to have a cup of um, chai tea with a fresh ground cinnamon. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yes, and we you know, write in your journal. I know you, and you're just, a big journal Yes, yes that yes. time, any kind of time for reflection I think is so important to do alone. But I like doing 
vision boards as a group. I just did it this last week as a group. And, um, you know, you could do it in any way that you would invite a group of friends over. You know who um, in your life is um, kind of a motivated person that's trying to go for goals and not just a complainer. And I would just send an evite to those friends and um, get some chai tea or some champagne or, um, you know, grab a bunch of different magazines. And what I think happens with the group is some synergy and some kind of good cheating where all of a sudden you're saying, wow, like she has that on her vision board. And, you know, I've always thought about that too. And it kind of reminds you, um, you know, that that's something that you would really like in your life as well. Um, I think that it's, it's that camaraderie. It's the people pointing out um, your good qualities in you. Um, I have, uh, you know, I go back to that theme of, like, we never see what we're good at. So someone else in the room might be like, oh, you know what, I, this magazine looks like you, and throw something your way. Um, so I think it could just be fun and exciting, and, of course, everybody can bring their own magazines so you have more to pick from, and you kind of get out of your own comfort zone, um, and you do it with other people. And um, I always like to keep some space on my board for things that come up after, um, you know, an exciting quote or um, a picture, some you know, something new. Um, like now after talking to Sue tonight, I want to, like, put a picture of, like, you and me being at the White House someday together. You know, yes. you, you you get re-energized by hearing other people, yes. and or, you or want to... Or just learning um, what might be possible. Yeah, like, I would have like, never thought of yeah, that. But now I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> so, um, you know, That's you just kind cool. of... You get around people that excite you and that energize you. I mean, you don't want to do this around a grumpy um, group of coworkers that are, you know, having a pity party. You want to do it with other people that are going to encourage you and challenge you and be good friends to you and not say that, you know, that dream house is never going to happen, but say, wow, you know, that's, um, you know, you're on your path there. And here, here's some other pictures. Um, yeah, that's great. And people can watch your video we posted it on our Facebook page, but they can go to your Facebook page. They just search for the Military Spouse Coach, and they can watch the video where you talk about your vision board. I think it's cool. I encourage everybody to do that. And um, Okay, so wrapping up, I'm wondering, can you tell everybody um, just kind of what you have coming up and then uh, you, your website, where they can find you? Um, my website is militaryspousecoach.com, and I just I'm just in the process of switching it. Um, from a kind of a brochure style website to the WordPress style it's website. It's looking great. I was on there today. Congratulations. Thanks. And you know what's funny? And this is like a good wrap up example of goals and how we can not accomplish them. I was kind of like, oh, I'm not ready to switch the website and it's not exactly how I want. And I haven't checked if all the links work and it's not perfect. And so I won't post it yet. And then I said, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to be way more apt to go in there and fix things up with having it on, you know, online and live than if I sat there and said, you know what, like one afternoon after um, seeing clients all day and bringing my daughter to dance and this and that, at 9 o'clock at night I'm not going to check all the links. I'm not going to do that. So I said, you know what, let me just put it up and I'll fix it as I go. Um, sometimes we have this, like, analysis paralysis or something has to be perfect before we're willing to, like, throw it out there. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to switch sites and fix it later. Um, so that was a hard thing for me to get used to doing. Um, or like that, that two-minute video that I posted, I mean, I was like, oh, I have no makeup on, I have a cold, you know, I look like crap. <laughs> I was like, you know what, just do it and post it. Like, I didn't do three or four retakes. So I said, you know, I'm just going to do it. It'll take two minutes, and I'll get it out there. Um, and I think we have to do that more. I think we have to stop feeling like everything needs to be perfect in order to um, 
you know, take that step forward. Just keep taking steps, and it's not going to be perfect, but at least you're doing it and you're moving and you're um, stepping towards your dreams. So that's my two cents on my website. And this month I keep recommending a book, which I'd love to recommend at the end of the show, um, which is How Much Joy Can You Stand? It's a book. It's called, the subtitle is, a creative guide to facing your fears and making your dreams come true. And I have just fallen in love with this book. It's by Susan Falter Barnes. And it's just a little book. I mean, like, I think 150 pages. And it's so good when you're having a block. Like, you start your goal, and then all of a sudden you're blocked. You don't have to read it start to finish. I mean, you just pick up any page, and she will give you this really um, – you know, just just little insights, and I just love it. I adore the book. Um, oh, I, I can't wait her, to read it. I saw her speak at a coaching conference, and I was just sold. I was like, you know what, this is what I need. Sometimes you just need that little, it's kind of like a coach in a book. Um, and she encourages us to get that quiet time, to listen to that still, small voice that never gives up. You know, that still, small voice in each of us isn't the kind um, that's going to come up with excuses. It, I mean, it will never give up because if you tap into that and you tap into where that passion lies, I mean, there's just like no stopping you. Wow, that's fabulous. Well, I will put the book, those book, that book link and the one you mentioned earlier up on the site so people have it. And um, oh gosh, I'm excited. I think it should be like eight o'clock in the morning instead of. I know, I know. <laughs> so I can like get rare to I go. I could talk again. about this forever. You know, I, it's hard to like think about that. It's like almost my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, it's so gosh, thanks for coming on the show and hanging out with me. This is such a great topic, great advice. I just, I feel like you just helped out myself and you'll. So many of our listeners that will listen to this. So place. thanks, thanks, and I really hope people take advantage of the like testing the waters out with having a coach each month for free because I'm now offering these um, classes every month. So um, with a different theme each month, and I'm kind of using the same topics that I'm doing in my live workshops here um, and doing it free over the phone to just see if there's questions and concerns that people have that they can email me so that I can make my live workshops even better. So it becomes kind of a win-win because you guys get free coaching. And um, hopefully it will make my live workshops even more, um, you know, relevant and fun and um, that I'm giving people what they want. If anybody has an idea for an upcoming teleseminar topic, um, feel free to email me that, too, at thechrista at militaryspousecoach.com. I always love new ideas. (laughs) Okay, cool. So when's the next free um, Um, It's going to be the 17th um, Uh of February, and it's going to be on Overcoming Our Fears. Um, I feel like if people are writing their goals now and they're really trying to do them, you know, then they'll they'll have real examples that they can give me of, um, you know, if they're working towards their goals, fantastic. If there's something that's gotten in the way, then call me up in February and let me know your fear. And I have it posted on my Facebook, uh, Military Spouse Coach Facebook page. I have it under event. So you could just go on there and you just email me at Krista at MilitarySpouseCoach.com and just say, free February teleclass, and I will send you all the, um, I always make up some little packets of materials and that you can follow along with in the teleclass, um, just kind of like if you're taking a class in school. Yeah, they're great. They're great, and, everybody. Um, so you got a bunch of packets and info and stuff that you can kind of do even more with after the call on your own. It, you know, you get what you put into it. And so I give you workshops and, you know, materials and things to do, and then I also give you the call-in number. Um, if you miss the call, you can always email me after, and I'll give you the recorded call. 
which I think that's really cool too. All right, I can't wait. All right, Crystal, thank you so much. Thank again. you for having You're me when back it's fun. Anytime. <laughs> All right, sounds great. All right, I'll talk okay. to you soon. Okay, okay. bye. Bye. All right, everybody, We've been li- you've been listening to um, Dr. Krista Wells, the military spouse coach. You can find her over at militaryspousecoach.com, or you can find her on Facebook. You just have to search um, military spouse coach, and that's where Krista will be. So um, I encourage you guys all to follow her on Facebook and sign up for the next free teleclass, which is the 17th of February. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I have a little bit more to share with you. The show's not over yet. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Military Life Radio and Navy Wife Radio. We'll be right back after the break. U.S. Navy t-shirts, mugs, and more at NavyChief.com. Hot new designs for sailors, chiefs, officers, families, and all those who support our men and women in the United States Navy. NavyChief.com will ship anywhere in the USA, APOs and FPOs too. NavyChief.com offers silkscreen tees for your command, unit, ship, CPOAs, fundraisers, businesses, schools, and other special events. Let our in-house professional graphic artists design your next custom order. Huge selection of tees for only $10 each. NavyChief.com, supporting our shipmates since 1997. Veteran-owned, all NavyChief.com apparel is printed in the USA. Call us at 301-475-0437 or log on at NavyChief.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Okay, so um, wasn't that great? Isn't Krista great? I, you guys are going to just love her. I mean, she's fabulous. We went. We can talk about. We didn't talk about this while she was on the call, but. Um, we she was part of the group that went um, to New York City to watch the Martha Stewart show. We sat in the holiday show, and it was fabulous. And she was so great, and um, she connected with all the military spouses, and um, it was really a ton, ton fun. And I can't wait for us to do another mill spouse thing. Um, we have some great things planned for 2011. So, all right. So up next, um, just. I want to just some current event things that are on my radar that I wanted to share with you all. So, are you guys watching American Idol? I've got the chat room open now, and sorry, y'all, we had some problems earlier, and then I had the screen covered up, and it just was a little bit crazy. And Amy's in there, Jay's in there. So, hi, y'all. Nice to see you guys in there. Um, are you guys watching American Idol? Are you liking Steven Tyler and J Lo? I only watched one show, but um, I usually don't watch American Idol. So it gets down to the top ten. And then I start watching. Um, sometimes we watch the first shows because, I hate to say it, they're kind of not very nice, you know, criticizing people who really can't sing, but sometimes it can be funny. Like the guy who's saying, I shot the sheriff, you know, 50 times. That was hilarious. Um, but so American Idol, the new season's on. I'm just curious what you guys think of it. And um, you can chime in uh, on our Facebook page, too. Our other news is have you, if you guys are Oprah watchers, which sometimes I watch Oprah, sometimes I don't. It just depends on what it is. But the big news today is that um, talk about a story like for a novel or a movie. You know, here's Oprah, the you know number one, um, the richest woman I think in the world, maybe um, the mogul that she is. It turned out it turns out that her mom gave up a baby for adoption at birth. And Oprah's long-lost sister 
about three years ago discovered through a series of events that she was related to, um, they had the same mother, Oprah's mom and her had the same mother, different fathers, and it's kind of held on to this secret for a few years and had tried to contact the mom several times with no luck. Mom just wasn't ready for that contact. Um, but her show yesterday talked about um, how Oprah found out that she has this baby sister, and it's just kind of the sweetest story. I mean, gosh, I'm so happy for this girl. She seems like, I shouldn't say girl because she's like she has two kids that are probably in their 20s, but it's a great story. And um, I just, uh, it's sort of like the way I feel about Oprah. I don't necessarily always listen for what she has to say. I'm interested in who she's interviewing. <laughs> Is that bad? But um, I, and I try to, like, weed through the bad to get to the good kind of thing. I, you know, we all um, sort of like the good, bad, and the ugly of things. We just try and filter our way through. So um just want to touch on that and... I don't know if you guys do you guys know who the pioneer woman is? The pioneerwoman.com. She her name is Ree Drummond and her website is fabulous. Fab fabulous the pioneer woman. And um she wrote a book called get this this is so funny. It's called uh From Tractor or Black Heels to Tractor Wheels and it's the story about how she grew up kind of an affluent lifestyle. She went to USC and then she Somehow met her soon-to-be husband, who was a rancher out in Oklahoma. I think they live, and um, she cracks me up. Her website is so. She takes she homeschools her kids. She has she's a home cook. She's not a chef, um, but she does these amazing recipes and she blogs about it all. And she's had this phenomenal success on her site. And it's the pioneerwoman.com. If you don't know it and you like to cook or take pictures or into photography, you have got to check out the Pioneer Woman. See, Amy's like, I love the Pioneer Woman. So does Jay. Um, I, anyway, so she has a book. And it's getting ready. She already has a cookbook, but now the story of her and her husband <laughs> is going to be released. And I read somewhere that the film rights have already been sold, and, like, Reese Witherspoon is, like, rumored to play her in the movie. I mean, it's really kind of a crazy thing. Um, so she's doing a book tour, so check her website out or find her on Facebook, The Pioneer Woman, to see if she's coming near you. Because uh, trust me, once you go to her website, if you don't already love her, you will. She's going to be here in New York City on February 1st, and I'm so bummed because I otherwise I would really go. Like I would go get on the train, take however many hours to get there, stand in line at the you know, Times Square, wherever she's going to be, but we have a command function that night, and it's the first one that we've had, so I cannot miss that. Plus, Tuesday night, it's our show night, and we're trying to be good. And, you know, we have all these shows scheduled for the next quarter, and um, I won't be there. But I hope that you guys can see her if she comes near you. You can check her out, like I said, um, thepioneerwoman.com. She's, I mean, if you need inspiration in your life, whether it's hobby-related or... Um, if you have kids, if you want don't know what to cook for dinner, I mean, just the everyday things that we all want to do better at as wives and moms, check out her site. I mean, she's just practical and she's hilarious. It's just great. You've got a and she has a basset hound that she takes pictures of. It's just funny. She's got four kids. Um, she takes pictures of her ranch. They have a ranch. 
with real cattle like cows and horses and mustangs and it's just amazing. So all right, enough of the pioneer woman. All right, so I'm running out of time as you can tell. I'm trying to weave weave through all this stuff. All right, so are you happy with the Super Bowl? You, do you know who's going? Um, the Steelers beat the Jets and the Packers beat the Bears. And I have to say, I really wanted the Jets to win, and that's just not in my DNA. I'm a born and raised Steelers fan. But after watching the Steelers, I've talked about this before. Um, after watching that show on HBO where they did the documentary of the Jets, I got to know all the Jets people, especially Rex Ryan, and I really was rooting for them. And the quarterback. The backup quarterback, or the, I don't know what you call him, but Mark Brunel, he used to be the quarterback at the Jackson, of the Jacksonville Jaguars when we lived there, and he went to our church. And we had to know his family and his kids, and it's just sort of like we actually know somebody on the team, so we wanted to root for the Jets. Um, but they lost, so we're bummed. But the Packers won, so that's cool. So the the, um, the Super Bowl will feature the Steelers and the Packers. Who are you rooting for? Do you care about do you care about football? Um, we'll post it up on our Facebook page and see what you guys, who you guys want to root for. Um, Amy wrote in the chat, in the chat room, just looking at the pioneer recipe, pioneer woman recipes makes her gain weight. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she does. She posted a recipe on burritos the other day. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, okay. All right. Kind of switching gears. This is kind of a neat thing. Um, in our resources that I want to give you guys information on. You know, there's more and more um, resources that have come my way lately. I just, it's just so hard to pick which ones we're going to highlight on the show. I will say, if you don't f- follow Fleet and Family on Facebook page, on Facebook, and find the equivalent in each of your branch of services. So I say Fleet and Family because we're Navy, but the Air Force has the equivalent, so does the Marine Corps, so does the Coast Guard. And that's where we get a lot of our resource information, that and the cover of the Navy Times. So um, so today, um, but this is DOD-wide, dependent medical care coverage is extended to age 26 now. This is kind of a neat, neat news. The new National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2011, it extends dependent medical coverage up to the age of 26. So the legislation authorizes both TRICARE Standard and TRICARE Prime, which will be implemented in a two-phased approach. So you can find more out on the TRICARE website or Military Health. Just check that out, Google it, and it will take you right there. Um, The other thing, which is kind of neat, um, each year, the National Fatherhood Initiative recognizes an outstanding military father at a special awards ceremony. Military fa- fathers across the country and overseas can be nominated by friends and family for this present- prestigious honor. The, the awardees are fathers slash dads who display an ongoing commitment and dedication to their children who are able to successfully balance military and family life and to... Nominate a father, all you have to do is go to fatherhood.org slash, this is kind of crazy, slash M fan, wait a minute, (laughs) slash M A nomination. So just go to fatherhood.org, I think, and just look for the, um, look for the link there because it's just too complicated to say. Um, And 
Okay, so I hear a voice. I hear like static. <laughs> Who is someone stalking me? <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. I've been I'm sick of hearing myself talk. <laughs> Hi, Marla. Hi, Wendy. I missed ya. I wasn't gonna be here, but I made it in the nick of time. Oh, good. We're not done yet, so I'm so glad that you're here. All right, so, okay. I think I kicked you out of the chat room, just so you know. Oh, you know what? That's okay. I've been fighting with, no, no, I'm still there. Um, I've been fighting with the chat room all evening. I couldn't get it open, and I had to restart it, and it's just, it's probably operator error. But anyway, I apologize to the chat room for my incompetence there. So, gosh, so how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. So what's going on in your world? Oh, not too so, much. We're, tell me what's going on. We're looking for a remote control right now. Anybody know where it could be? <laughs> <laughs> Say this last word. That or the telephone. Why is it I hear the phone ringing and nobody's answering it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, um, so what's going on? Like, where were you? <laughs> I was I was at an ombudsman training. Yeah, okay. That was very um was it good? Interest it was good, it was different. I'm used to being with um you're welcome. With commands that are ships and here we are the only ship. <laughs> so, um that was different but fun. So, and my husband braved three children all by himself. Oh, really? So you went on your own? I did. Oh, wow. I did. Wow. That's awesome. Was it nice? Did you like... Yeah, I may have driven a little slower coming home than <laughs> I normally would have. <laughs> That's funny. Uh... So, but I'm sad I miss Krista. You know what? She was so great. I mean, I'm sorry that you missed her, too. You'll have to definitely listen to the show. She has, like, so many little nuggets of great information. Like, you could just pick out, like, so many little things that she says and stick them on your wall and just repeat them and remind yourself, you know, things to do, that kind of thing. And Sue called in. Sue Hoppin, you know her. She's fabulous. She just went to the White House, so she was talking about her trip to the White House. Um, I told her, I'm like, Somebody needs to get Sue you know, to understand that we need tickets, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, it's right. It's, Krista said she's going to put on her vision board a picture of us at the White House, <laughs> which I think is funny. I'm like, okay, yeah. Well, who knew we could even go to the White House if, if, if Sue hadn't done it? We're like, oh, wow, that would be cool. I want to do that, too. <laughs> you know that was possible. Um, Yeah. She was great. It was, I mean, really, really good. So I hope that I'm anxious to hear what you all think of the show. Once you hear it back, you know, whether you're listening to it live or you um, are listening in the archives, tell us what you think of the show tonight. I mean, we did it. Um, we got a little more serious than we normally do, I think. So we want to know. What did you think? Did you like it? What did you like about it? Would, would, if you didn't like it, what didn't you like? Um, all your ideas for that. We want to hear it. Okay, so... All right. Um, so, life of the ombudsman. So yes. Yeah, so, favorite listeners. Full disclosure moment. <laughs> so, 
So Marla, I gave her such a hard time about being the new ombudsman of a command she hadn't even stepped forward on yet. I'm like, you're going to do what? She's like, yeah, they've asked me, and they were so nice when they asked. And, <laughs> and yeah, I said yes. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what has she done? And so, yeah, so now I'm sort of in the same boat, yeah. So, But I'm excited about it. I feel like I've been sold a shiny new, brand new submarine, <laughs> and I'm trying to, you know, uh, not have buyer's remorse. You know what I mean? Did you have you had that scared moment yet, or no? You're just kind of old school, and you know, I, you know, I, I kind of am old school. I, I hate to say this because it's not like we've been in 20 years or anything, but I'm very much old navy. I'm kind of a salty wife. I'm not gonna mince words. <laughs> you know, right? Um, and it's hard for me, like when I see, um, when I see like these. Little sweet, you know, wives that have no idea what they got themselves into, <laughs> and I just right. want to like grab them and be like, "Listen, this is exactly how it's going to go, and it's going to stink at first, but you're going to be okay." Right. So, um, you know, I I always start when I talk to my families. I always tell them I've been through more deployments in my short period of time in the military which I married my sailor before he enlisted. We were married almost two years when he enlisted. Um, I always tell them, I've, I went through deployments where I had two weeks in between. So oh my nothing, on this, nothing on this world startles me anymore. So give it your best shot, you know. <laughs> Bring, it on, <laughs> Bring it on, maybe. Bring it on. Oh, wow. Well, I'm... I'm excited. I'm excited to walk this path with you. I have like a, I can lock arms with somebody and we can like you know get through it. I'm excited. I've never been in a budsman before, and I've done you know lots of different things and, um, but you know I I just I've somehow I've fallen in love with this command. I've only been here for five months, but gosh, gosh darn, I just want it to be the most fun we've ever had in the Navy. I don't know if that's like too pie in the sky hokey, but um, yeah, I'm you know I'm our first. Our first command, because we've only been at, this is now our fourth command. Uh-huh. Our fourth, our first command was like, you know, it was command first command. You know, and you, you, when you board USS first command, you are blind. <laughs> and you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. Right, right, right. And, right. you know, we, we enlisted right before September 11th. Yes. So, you know, there wasn't that, like, patriotic, you know, he rushed the recruiting center we had to serve our country. This was a stage that we came to because we needed something that was going to give him direction, and I was going to support it. And when we got into it, you know, September 11th happened, the whole world changed, the whole Navy changed. And I was taught by Navy wives from before September 11th, and I think that's why nothing phases me now, because now it's like, this is easy. You know, I endured him being locked down on a ship for two weeks. I endured him, you know, coming home from deployment, and two weeks later, we get a call, you're leaving on Saturday. You know, so I think now I'm like, these are easy commands. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, we, seriously, wow. But I, well, you know, I'm funny. excited I, for you. 
I fell in love with USS last ship, and I'm uh-huh. already in love with USS this ship. See, yeah. So it's crazy. It's hard. It's it's. I don't know how else to explain it. It's just flat out crazy. So we'll, Marlon and I will have stories stories to tell as we embark on our little adventure because we're both at new commands. We both just have gotten you know on board here. Um, okay, so switching gears because we're running out of time. I want to tell everybody. Uh, okay, two things on Marla's Facebook page. I just got to sh- make shout outs. Who's this is kind of hokey, but I still think it's cool. Um, I think it's kind of cool that Mrs. Nick Pond commented on your Facebook post of whether you should get a Kindle <laughs> or a Nook, <laughs> especially since she's been gone for four months in Afghanistan and <laughs> she somehow is watching. <laughs> She's watching my Facebook page. <laughs> I'm like, go, Marla, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm like, that is sweet. That's sweet. So have you decided are you going to get a Kindle or a Nook? Or is it still, I'm like, you need to post that on our Facebook page and let it like trickle over and see and get more recommendations. Or are you already sold? Well, I think I'm gonna, I might go the Nook. Um, just because if Trevor and I both get it, we can loan books to each other, and like my my good friend and I could loan books to each other. We all if we all have the nook. Um, so yeah, I don't know yet. I had a friend post, and he's like listing off good things about both of them, and he's like, but I still don't know which one I want. I'm like, yeah. I went over to his page, and I'm like, thanks for that super duper, you know, democratic answer. <laughs> Because he was no help, but that's okay. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. What was the other thing that you said was cool? You said two things. Um, the other thing was the um, the Facebook or the I mean the the Kindle or the Nook. And you know what? I, I lost it. I'll come back. It'll come back to me once I'm talking. I think I can't remember the other thing you were talking about. Darn it. Don't you hate it when that happens? Okay, so one thing we can talk about in the meantime is Military Spouse Magazine. They are announcing the branch winners of the Military Spouse of the Year already. It seems kind of early to me, but maybe not. I was bad. I started sending Babette messages. You know you want to tell me who the Navy winner is. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah, she started disappearing. Every time I would come online on Facebook, she would leave. (laughs) Oh my word! Uh, I promise, so Babette, if you're really listening, not, yeah. <laughs> tomorrow the Navy Mill Spouse of the Year will be announced, and I'll have to wait until then. Yes, um, they've already announced the Coast Guard spouse and the the um, Marine, Marine Corps spouse. Yes, which is really cool. So the Coast Guard spouse was Laura V. They're not posting last names yet, I guess. And then the um not the not the Coast Guard, but the Marine Corps spouse branch winner is Bianca S. And both of their interviews are really interesting. You can read them over on millspouse dot com and just click on Military Spouse of the Year. Tomorrow is Navy and then the next day is Air Force, and then on Friday they reveal the Army spouse. 
and then voting will begin, so we can all vote on who we think should be the next military spouse of the year, which is kind of cool, I think. Yeah. I wanted to announce something that I found. Um, there is an author who writes children's books, I guess you could say. They're, they're for older. They're chapter books. But she was a military child, and the books are about a little girl following her Navy chief dad in his military journey. Um, so we just got those for Katrina, and I can post um, a link to the website on our Facebook page for everyone to check out. That's cool. I think I saw that on your blog. You know what? I don't remember what else I was going to tell you. That was amazing. That's pretty bad. I've kind of like... <laughs> you you surprised me, and I'm like, huh. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, oh, darn, I just knocked over my glass of water. Um, oh, I got Not on the computer. No, 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 no. There, it was almost empty. It was almost empty. Uh, all right, so I wanted to, let's see. What else do you got? Anything else? Um, I don't time, but not else? off the top of my head. No? The only other thing I can think of is um, today a service member was laid to rest from my hometown. He um, He was killed in Iraq. And um, oh, I just no. want to send a shout-out to the family. I believe he was a specialist in the Army. I'm going to double-check right now before I say it and then regret it. Um, specialist Jose A. Torre, Jr. He went to my high school and graduated 10 years after me. Um, oh, my goodness. They... Um, they laid him to rest today, um, and so I just want to send our thoughts out to the Torah family and to everyone um, from our area because everyone was out um, for the procession. My stepdad said that um, he's never seen our streets lined with so many people, and we don't live in a small town. You know, we live in a pretty big area. Um, my sister is at the high school, and she said that Every student was outside. Like, there was nobody left in the buildings. Wow. You'll have um, to find, like, the news story and post it up on the Facebook page or, or the blog. One of the other. I wish my sister could have. She was kind of far into the back of the group. I, I had wanted her to get closer to the front of the group so she could take some images of just how many people were outside. But where she was, she said she couldn't get high enough to get, you know, um, an image of just the magnitude of people that were affected. Um, because even though we live in a large town, city, I guess, would, you know, we we live in a big city, there's still that small town feel. Everybody knows each other. and so. Wow. It's, well, it does sound like, you know, somebody we should all know. So definitely post it on, on the page I when will. you find the link because I definitely want to share that with everybody. Um, Wow. Okay. All right. Well, we're about out of time. So um, just so you all know, we are doing really good at our new show schedule. We have lots of fun planned for you guys in the coming year. We've actually done two shows back-to-back, which is pretty amazing. Um, 
Next week we're going to work on our baby show, and then coming after that we have um, our Millstyle Bogger show. And coming in the future, you guys can look forward to some new segments which we alluded to last week. Um, those are still coming. We're going to be talking about crafts, and we're going to talk about babies, and we're going to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. Um, so yeah, we have a lot, a lot of new coming your way. Just bear with us, because our branding hasn't been approved yet, so as soon as it is, you guys will see that change go up. I know. Go ahead and laugh. <laughs> Who's in I charge just of that? Because, I just laughed because, you know, she's probably going, seriously, guys, any time now? <laughs> I know. And the thing, poor Kristen, I mean, and she just gets busier and busier. I mean, literally, like, she just, <coughs> excuse me, she just gets busier and busier. So, oh, i got to take a drink of water because I'm, like, trying to fight a cold. Sorry, Marley, you talk for a minute. <coughs> you were supposed to talk while I took a drink. Oh, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> trying to understand what was happening to my computer. Oh, okay. It started flashing, but then the um, screensaver kicked on, so I guess that's what happened. I just have never noticed it do that before. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, my computer's going to crash. Oh, no, don't say that. Okay, everybody, well, um, we're going to wrap up. We hope that we will see you here next week, same time, same place. Find us on Facebook at My Military Life and make us part of your routine. Search for our show in iTunes, Navy Wife Radio or Military Life Radio. And subscribe. Share our Facebook, our Facebook page with your friends. We're almost at 1,000 people. Yes, I know. We're almost there. Please, please share, share, share. We're almost at 900 now. No, we're over 900. We are? Um, let me see. Are we darn close? Um, I think we're at 984. No, no, we're 884. Uh, there is 900. Oh, there's 984 active users. But there's 895 people who like our page. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so you guys have to actually, know. yeah, like us. We're we're almost we're just a few away from 900, and then after that, we're just like closing in on a thousand. So help us get to our first 1,000 people. We are excited about that. So maybe with our first, when we hit our first 1,000, we'll come up with a nifty get getaway. No giveaway. We can't afford getaways. <laughs> No, we can't. I'm working on getting an autographed copy of a of a Nicholas Sparks book. So everybody say like, nice. a, yeah, yeah. His assistant's following me on Twitter, or not following me, following us. Nice. Isn't that cool? So more to follow on that. Just you know, we'd love to hate those books that make us cry and all that. So. That we throw across the room. I know. <laughs> Darn it! He got me again. That's what I always say. How did I not figure that out? <laughs> okay, all right, so we're about out of time. you want to do our disclaimer? I don't know. Do you know it by I, heart? I, I sure do. Okay. Our disclaimer is that we are not of any part of an official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are that of our hosts and guests only and do not reflect any official Navy or DOD policy. The advice we give is that of strictly of the co-hosts and our guests. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our show. If you are a favorite listener, um, please join us online at MyMilitaryLife.com and 
for archived shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. Awesome. Thanks, Marla, for joining me. Even though it was just the very last bit, it's still fun to hang out with you. I'm glad I could. Thanks, Wendy. <laughs> All right, everybody, and thanks, Jay. We'll see you guys next week. It was a great. It was great fun. Have a good week. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.